0: What's up, what it do, my? It's your boy, Dead Gamer, aka Player One the Guy himself, and welcome to another episode of The Gamers Den. If this is your first time here, this is the show where I go over video game news, tech news, and a little bit of everything else. And we start this thing off with a thing called Level One News. So before we get into Level One News, appreciate any and everybody for tuning in to the show. The show is now available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, and I'm pretty sure other places, and that is for the audio experience. For the visual experience, we are on Rumble and Hideout TV with the occasional Odyssey and or YouTube upload. Now, today on today's episode... We got some video game news, we got some tech news, and and just got to talk about it, man. Got to talk about G4, Cause, because um they definitely dropped the ball, and we'll definitely get into that, into level two news. So, without further ado, let's get into the show. Am I screened up? I'm screened up, and we do not have technical difficulties. Yay! But uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Headline reads. 2023 upcoming games release schedule. So, yes, we kind of have a release schedule of video games coming out in 2023. Now, um, you know, we got some stuff and I'm actually surprised at some of the games. So let's start off with January. And right here with January, we have Persona Persona 4 Golden coming out Um Apparently reported January 19th. This will be available on the Switch, the PC, the PS4, Xbox Series XS, and the Xbox One. Same as Persona 3 Portable. Same platform, same date, January 19th. Fire Emblem Engage will release on the Nintendo Switch January 20th. Forspoken will release on the PS5 and PC. Thank God. Like... I have high expectations for Sp- Forspoken. For if you guys haven't saw my Forspoken reaction video to the to the gameplay, I highly suggest y'all go on Odyssey or the YouTube page and y'all tap in and watch that and y'all get y'all will be able to hear my expectations and my excitement for the game. It's not many games that I'm excited for right now outside of Forspoken and Stellar Blade formerly known as Project Eve so hopefully project eve ends up on pc as well um for spoken i know y'all listening i know i know people out there in the world is listening so anybody that works at geforce now listen i like geforce now i'm rocking with geforce now and i I put a video on that out on uh geforce now as well and please get forespoken on geforce now make it compatible with the game because if it's going to be on steam i can i get it through steam But I have to play it through GeForce Now, which is the great thing about GeForce Now. And just a great thing if you don't have the newest up-to-date console or a gaming PC or a laptop. You can play games through GFN, GeForce Now, and play at good quality and stream them online via and through the cloud. Shout out to all the cloud gamers out there. But to continue on, we have Dead Space coming out as well on the PS5 xbox series xs and pc and if i didn't say so Forspoken will come out january 24th i believe that's a pushback i haven't come across any news of Forspoken being pushed back i thought it was going to come out 2022 but apparently it's coming out 2023 so um you know and then february we have a handful of games as well deliver us mars dead island 2 hogwarts legacy a lot of games we even got a kirby game coming out March, we got a game. April and May are unaccounted for and 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 in, into uh, and as you guys can see on the visual form, a lot of these months, the bulk of the year right now is unaccounted for because these games are not yet slated to come out or they're probably being pushed back, you know, so that's usually the case when the games are being slated at one point to come out at one particular point in time. And then they get pushed back and they come out another point in time with Gotham Knights being an example, even though Gotham Knights kind of has the excuse of COVID, it kind of does and doesn't, you know, it's, it, it's either already out by the time this episode comes out or it's coming out. And that was pushed back a year prior, a, a year afterwards, which would be the current year 2022. But, um, and then you see here, we have to be announced games. For everybody on the uh, audio form, you can't see it, obviously, but, you know, Alan Wake 2, Another Crabs Treasure, Arc Raiders, Ark 2, Atlas Fallen, the, uh, the Avatar game, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Black Myth Wukong. That game has some promise. Diablo 4, EA Sports PGA Tour 2023, and just a handful of more games to come out as 2023 rolls around. So, um, you know, I don't I don't know what y'all are expecting or waiting for as far as games to come out. Uh, Like I said, I have high hopes for Forspoken and Stellar Blade, which should be coming out very, very soon. And, um, you know, they're right around the corner. And yeah, man. So let me know. What y'all waiting for and what y'all excited for to come out. I know I didn't go across a lot, but, you know, we had to skim it a little bit because we do have some things to get to. And, you know, this is going to be one of them episodes. You know, y'all, y'all know I, I, um I operate at a high level and at a high frequency. I am the sequence. You understand? I am the sequence. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the next thing in level one news. I kind of feel like I said quick hits, but if I did, oh, well, (laughs) right. Let's make sure I'm screened up. I'm screened up. Headline reads Splatoon 3 is already the best selling video game of 2022 in Japan. Now, I know some of y'all sitting here like what Splatoon 3, who plays that game? Who just plays Splatoon? I know y'all sitting there like... Hold up hey. People play other games outside of shooter games. <laughs> you know, like, genres exist for a reason. There are different forms and faucets of entertainment that people consume and or produce. So it's... y'all gotta understand, there are more games and better games than shooter games. My personal opinion, Anything that's not a shooter game is better than a shooter game, but that's a whole different conversation for another day. Let's get into the article. Splatoon three just continues to splatter ink all over. Wow, I butched it already. I butched it already. Hold up. Hey. I butched it already. Splatoon 3 just continues to splatter ink over all sorts of records, especially in Japan where the IP is huge, and it's just surpassed another one. With the release of the Japan Monthly Report for September 2022, it's now been confirmed that Splatoon 3 is the best-selling video game in Japan in 2022. The data from the report was shared by a game data library on Twitter, and it reveals that Nintendo's third ink-based shooter sold just over $2.9 retail units in the month of September alone well I didn't know Splatoon was a shooter game so let's go ahead and give myself the Nate dog Hold up. Hey. I didn't know Splatoon was a shooter I thought they was running around with paintbrushes I, I never played Splatoon so I have no idea I'm not trying to disrespect Splatoon or Splatoon actually I'm sorry but um yeah man that's actually dope to continue here That means in just a month, it surpassed Pokemon Legends Arceus. Wow, by two point and and either it passed it by this many or it passed Arceus, which only had 2.2 million retail unit sales. So that's crazy. And if you don't know, Pokemon is a big thing, like globally, Pokemon is a big, big thing. Pokemon is a fan favorite. A lot of us grew up watching Pokemon. The games are a hit. So, you know pokemon is a global brand it's a global it's a global thing so it's just crazy to see something beat out you know something beat out pokemon like it's just real crazy to see something beat out pokemon so you know that's what's up man shout out to everybody who worked on splatoon and the developers and the creators of splatoon and all of that that's real dope you know what i'm saying and um I might have to check that game out. I'm going to see if it's on GeForce now and I'll give it a try next time I play the game. You know, because um, I'll be working over here. Y'all know what I'm saying? And y'all know me. I'll be putting out all this work and all I do is work. You know what I'm talking about? Rihanna made that song for me. She made that song about me. Yeah, all Devin do is where, 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 where. She made that about me. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what that was. where, 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 where. You know what I'm talking about? Let's tell you, go listen to the song and then think about me. Y'all gonna be sitting there like, "Hold up." All right, yeah, we having some uh difficulties. Computer running slow. You know what I'm saying? It's running slow right now. You know, I got it overloaded. Not really trying to have it overloaded, but you know that's just how it's work when you got old tech. It's old money in the building, like when Granny home. You know what I'm saying? Just random bars be popping on my head. Y'all got to understand and know that. So let me make sure we good to go. Oh snap! It's looking like I'm frozen in the system. They're trying to freeze me out. They're trying to freeze me out in the bandwidth in the matrix, but they can't stop me. They can't phase me. They can't. They can try, but they gon' fail. Okay, let's go ahead and uh get into the next thing in level one news. This actually might be a short episode. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. This just might be a short episode. Headline reads Mirror's Edge and Onrush among the EA games shuttering their servers soon. Wow. Um well let's go ahead and give them the nay dog for that uh didn't they dog for that title there? Because, boy, you could have just said shut down. Hold up. Hey. That's what you could have did. You could have just did that. I know Pages is unresponsive. I had mad tabs open. But let's go ahead and get into the article. EA will shut down. I know, Page. Jesus, get out my face. Electronic Arts will shut down online services for several games next year, including Mirror's Edge, NBA Jam on Fire Edition, Gatling Gears and Shank 2. First spotted and reported online, the specific the specific date for the server shutdowns for these games is January 19th, 2023. Man, that's I think that's like the day after Stadia officially shuts down. That's crazy. There are two achievements that will be affected by server closure in NBA Jam on Fire Edition, and they are Arena Noob and Arena Vet, which requires players to earn 1 in 10, if this thing pops up one more time, 1 in 10 Arena Medals, respectively. Mirror's Edge, Gatling Gears, and Shank 2 don't have any achievements that require online access, so unlocking them after the shutdowns will be possible. Well, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think... I mean, even if Mirror's Edge does have achievements, they don't have anything like that detrimental to where you, yeah, like eat, like that should be fine. That should be fine. But I'm bringing this to you guys' attention because you know things shut down, and when you move into the new generation and you're moving forward in life, the old can't come with. You know, some some old things have to be left where they at. You got to move on, and that's just what it is. So we got a list of games. And things that are going to be shutting down over the next few months. And man, you got some good ones, man. You got some good ones in here. So let's go down the list. It says um, EA is also shutting down more online servers this year, including ones for several Command & Conquer games on November 9th, as well as On Rush on November 30th. EA recently, EA recently updated its list of service updates to contain. And let's go down the list. October 20th, 2022, both Army of two 40th day and Army of two, the devil's cartel Dragon Age Origins. Those will be affected and are updated or shut down, I believe. November 9th, Command and Conquer Red Alert 3, Command and Conquer 3, Tiberium Wars and Commander. Uh, I say Commander Command and Conquer 3, Kane's Wrath. And Mercenaries Two: World in Flames. Yo, Mercenaries Two was really good. Actually, I-, I liked that game a lot. Mercenaries Two was good. Army of Two: The 40th Day. Man, I was a legend on that. That multiplayer was really good. I liked how they set that multiplayer up. Two v two v two v two v two type situation. It was a real. It was a. It was a cool experience, and what they was able to produce and give us back then, that was just great. And sometimes you just have perfect synergy with certain players, whether you have a mic one or not, and it's just like, yo, this is crazy. This is dope. I tell this story all the time, and y'all know that, but I forgot dude's gamer tag. It was like Brooklyn something. But we just met one time in the lobby. They put us in on the team, and we just dogged everybody. And then we added each other, and then whenever we was on the team, we ran the lobbies. Just going around, pump, pump, pump it up. You know what I'm talking about? Just pumping. Do do. Boom! Boom! Good times, man. Mercenaries Two: World of Flames was a good game as well, and then you know some of the games that was already mentioned. So you know it's it's a lot of games going down, man. It's a lot of things going down, and that's cool, right? Because you know, like I said, you got to move on, and you can't have your development team still straggling behind on older on older products and older IPs when it's time to move on. So you know we got a lot. You know, we got a lot we got our memories, man, and we'll always have footage and old videos of it. You know, just like MAG, MAG, Massive Action Game. You can search it up on YouTube and relive the old days, you know. So for all my OG gamers or older gamers and oh, some of these games you heard and oh man, I remember playing those. You know, whenever you do go down and you do stroll down memory lane, which I hope ain't all the time every day, you know, definitely you know, it'd be like, man, them was some good times. And then turn on that new heat. <laughs> Cause that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna turn on that new heat. But uh let's go ahead and get into the last thing in level one news. And I know I'm blowing through this stuff, and it's because, well, phone dying again. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. This iPhone is just uh it's going to crap. You know, the battery's just not holding up anymore. So I'm most definitely just going to have to, uh, you know, we're going to work with it, you know me, and I'm going to just have to upgrade and get this stuff figured out, taken care of. And, you know, I always do that. Make sure I'm screened up I'm screened up. So let's go ahead and get into it. Headline reads. Blockchain gaming adoption means more options for gamers. So there's we've talked about crypto and gaming before, and a lot of people have pushback against crypto and gaming and this was more so with NFTs and I think so be and I think it was pushed back because people still didn't understand NFTs right people didn't understand just the whole functionality of that technology and the purpose of it so you know most people fear what they don't understand so they push back on it like no 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 that's not it's not similar it's not what i'm used to so They push back on it. And then later on, when they understand it, they was like, oh, well, yeah, but it's not. Look what you did. You pushed it back. So, you know, let's go ahead and get into it. Over the past couple of years, games that use blockchain technology have increased their presence in the gaming industry. While there were early examples like CryptoKitties launched in 2017, the trend has truly gained steam with major gaming studios even exploring the technology. At the beginning of 2022, the market capitalization of blockchain games was around $25 billion, and it doesn't seem to be decreasing anytime soon, even in the depths of a bear market. According to the analytical service DAP Radar, the two most stable areas this year in the cryptocurrency market are blockchain games and NFTs, which have recently become very tightly intertwined, creating a new economic phenomenon. So, so this is what I'm telling you, man. This is exactly what I'm telling you. And I've been telling you all to get hip to this tech because this is a hot spot right now. This is a hot spot. I'm telling you to, to, uh, to get hip to the tech and everything. And you telling me no, this, that, and the third. And then you know what I respond to you with because I can't force you to do anything. This is how I respond to you.
1: Listen, get. It. I
2: think you'd be more comfortable over at that place. Weenie Hot juniors. Are you saying I belong at Weenie Hut Juniors? Uh oh no. Sorry. I was actually pointing to the place next to it. Super Weenie Hut Juniors.
0: I'm telling you to go to Super Weenie Hut Juniors, and then you're gonna get mad at me because I'm sitting here like, yo, I'm telling you what you need to get into. I'm telling you what you should get into. Learn at the bare minimum. Understand the definition of it that way. You can at least describe it if somebody asks you. But no. And and it's like, okay, man. I I can only help you if you want to help yourself. So, hey, to Super Winnie Hut Jr., you go, (laughs) right? So let's continue on in the article. A striking example here is the well-known game Axie Infinity, the token price of which rose above $150 last fall, providing the project with a capitalization exceeding $9 billion. During the same period, the daily audience of the game was approaching 2 million people, so if you guys hear any humming in the background, that's just my heat. My heat kicked over. It's getting a little cold in the region. I am in. Mean, you know what I'm saying? It's about that time. You know, we under 70 degrees at all times right now. So it's, it's getting there. So if you in the Midwest, you in the East Coast, you somewhere in the world and it's getting cold right now, you already know to dust them boots off. Get your, get your game on, get your salt, all that and prepare because you know what's coming and it might be a cold so um yeah you know we're gonna we're gonna stop right here because you know we just gonna keep getting numbers and you know things like that and y'all just gonna keep hearing how oh man i need to get into blockchain gaming so blockchain gaming i don't know how much of the future it will be but i do think blockchain gaming will be a a big factor into what's coming up in the video game industry and how it's um and how the video game industry is functioning and working so what that means is let me stop being vague with y'all blockchain gaming will be a new way to game and more people over time will start to gravitate to it because you will be able to earn something so whether you are an investor or you just want to make extra money you're probably getting to blockchain gaming whether you're a developer and you see it's more beneficial you could build with better technology and different types of things to provide better opportunities or a whole different experience to the world you'll go towards blockchain gaming if you if you like me where okay this might be where it's at for you you might start being a content creator and start doing content around blockchain gaming now they do have blockchain games and they did say crypto Kitties is one but it's a lot of other games where you can play and you it's multiplayer single player and you have blockchain games. And what y'all don't fail to realize is blockchain games already exist, even in the simplest of forms. Match the colors, do this and that. You know, there's um, apps made by Bling. If you go into Google Play Store, type in Bling Games, I believe. And it'd be like Bitcoin this, Bitcoin that, Bitcoin, this, Bitcoin that. And you can earn Bitcoin just from playing puzzle games, strategy games. So blockchain gaming is going to be here. And it's going to be another avenue that people explore and start to utilize, not only for a personal game, but just because it'll be a new way to game. So definitely. And this is my job. You know, this is what I'm doing, keeping everybody up to date. What's going on in the video game space and giving you a heads up like, hey, it's growing. And as of right now, we went over it. It's growing. So you don't want to miss out on the wave that's growing right now. It's only getting bigger and bigger. And before it's the before it's the new mainstay, you don't want to miss out on that. And that's going to do it for level one news. And without wasting any time, let's go ahead and get into it with level two news, the main topic. So, level 2 news, the main topic. Oh how the mighty have fallen, oh how the mighty have fallen. G4 man, I've I've spoken I've spoken on G4 within the last year or so and here and there. Obviously, I'm not the biggest content creator or the biggest voice in the video game space yet, but I am the most important one and the best one that's ever going to exist in the space. So, understand that my perspective and my insight and just the facts that I come with are ironclad. And when I say that G4, G4 just made all the wrong moves. It it, it was seem right. So and, and the crazy thing for me is G4 was in it. It came back at such a point in time where you think they would succeed. Gaming is at a forefront socially geek uh geek nerd culture whatever you want to call it is at an all-time high. Hell women are are, uh you know getting clout off of cosplaying and stuff. You know it's a lot of people expressing themselves and able to find people that's like them or share their same culture and stuff like that. So when it comes to video games and cosplay and stuff like that, these are things G4 was built on. Old G4 built on video games going to E3. Built on cosplay, built on goofiness, built on technology, built on all these things. But what happened was, you know, it's, you know, we got the frost thing, you know, you maybe got bad business. Maybe it just wasn't the best business moves. It's it's a whole tornado of things and we're going to get into it. So let's do just that. Make sure I'm screened up. All right, I'm screened up. Headline reads, Twitch and YouTube streamers made gaming network G4 TV obsolete. Now, that's what the headline says. And it's kind of true, right? And this is one of the things I was getting at just now. You have people like me. You have companies, brands, people like IGN. You have other establishments and people who do what G4 did better, reviews better content better even just the the pieces of content for pure entertainment are better than what g4 was producing g4 forever had that old mid-2000s uh sitcomish type of stigma to it to where they comedy like it wasn't forced but at the same time you know like this is a skit and they making it and they trying to appeal and nowadays because you have the rise of independent media so you have a lot of people who have Multiple YouTube pages and they they cover news and or whatever they deem to be news, as the, in their own way. You gotta you de, you competing with thousands of people or right, by the power of editing. I'm continuing, thousands of people. So what's so Let's go ahead and get into it. I know y'all are like what the hell going on? What 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 all this editing? All this editing? What what who do what what what? So hold on, let's get the nate dog popping. Let's get the nate dog popping. Hold up. Yeah, I had an announcement and my door is open, so everybody heard what what it was. So by the power of editing, y'all don't know what it is. (laughs) Okay, anyway, let's go ahead and get into the article. The experiment is over. After 11 months in full operation, G4 TV is shutting down operations. The gaming entertainment network's closure comes just a month after the network laid off as many as 30 members of his team to cut costs. The shuttering of the network is yet another sign that traditional television networks for gaming, whether broadcast on cable, streaming apps or across social media, face almost insurmountable challenges from networks built around user generated content such as Twitch. And this is what I was just describing. You have so many different people who who do reviews, who stream and play games who put out independent gaming pieces for pure entertainment and just interviews with developers interviews with the with these creator with these creators so then now there's more of this intimate level between fan and creator so it it, it was just rough for g4 man but like i said you would think because they have the clout they have the work they have the proof that hey look We was able to run this long back then without the Internet built like it is today. So they should be, you know, masters at this. But, you know, that's what one would think. So with that being said, man, you know, scrolling down, they got, you know, some people like Kevin Pereira who uh, made a tweet. and His tweet goes as follows. Not exactly unexpected. Still a massive disappointment for a myriad of reasons. Nothing but the warmest vibes for a cast and crew who worked passionately and diligently every step of the way, despite the many unforced errors. GG, G4. So, um, you know, in this article, they go through a lot, but there's something I definitely want to uh, go down and let's talk about here, which is this segment they have. And um, it reads as follows. Competing with user generated content is difficult under the old network model. G4 TV had big plans. It was aiming to marry its old television distribution approach with the new era of streaming. Aaron's also, Aaron's is Russell Aaron's, by the way. Aaron's also revealed that there were also plans to become an active extension of Comcast's Spectator Esport efforts and join the NFT space popularized by games like Axie Infinity. But it wasn't enough. After almost a year of broadcasting, G4TV's Twitch and YouTube channels failed to reach even 200,000 subscribers. Most videos on his YouTube channels reach just a few thousand viewers. Just yeah, just a few thousand viewers. That compares to Twitch's two point six million concurrent viewers across. Hold up, across the gamer-focused site in two thousand twenty-two. Game over. So, um, yeah, man, you know, just like I was saying, and there you go, you got numbers and you got a framework to work with. This is, um, you know, it's just sad, man. It's, it's just sad, man, you know, and then worker from the bottom up, you know, it also says G4 may have learned, have, have leaned too heavily on nostalgia. It helped to attract new viewers through its credibility as a pioneer in gaming video content, but G4 TV's audience once niche has evolved. Gaming culture is now mainstream, attracting 227 million gamers in the U.S. alone, many of whom interact on social platforms such as Twitch and YouTube. It's also evolved demographically with roughly 48% of gamers identifying as women in 2022. So, um, yeah, man, you know, it kind of just seemed like the hill was too steep for G4. Game over. It was over for them, man. And, uh, and, and, it, and it was over. You know, they they did sign a lot of people, a lot of uh, you know, popular personalities from Twitch, and you know, it should have worked, you know. And 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 I understand from those people's perspectives, it it probably was a once-in-a-lifetime chance, and I would have took it too. I'm not gonna lie. I I'd be a hypocrite to say I wouldn't have took that. I would have took it no matter the outcome. That's G4. I came up on G4, I wanted to be on G4. I wanted to be on tack of the show and, and, and do the tech segments when they, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be on attack of the show and, and all that. And then every now and then appear on a cheat with Kristen and and start giving away cheat codes and ish, you know, that's what I wanted to do. But nonetheless, man, you know, I mean, at least they tried, but you know, it ultimately it just did not work. So whether, so no matter the, the, um, the playing field they had to go up against and what they had to go up against the stuff when they came back. That's one thing. And that's that's valid. Even business, if the business model and things wasn't working, that's valid. But let's also go to this tweet. Remember, Frost Curran, she was a host on G4 and they had a Grind My Gear segment. And she pretty much brought up sexism in gaming, which rubbed everybody the wrong way. And she also sidewinded co hosts at the time because if you really do your research, she planned it and she even said after the rant that she gave the whole rant to the producers and the people of the show in hopes they fitted it, they fit it in there and they fit it in there. Now, to give a full 100% 360 degree scope of the whole situation, in my opinion. There were and in fact, there were episodes prior to that one where she was doing boosted with her co-host and there was a joke about her ovaries not working and that her and her wife were having problems having children. And the joke was, well, that's the problem. It's your wife. So obviously we all know two women cannot fornicate and produce a child. We all know that the human race and species are not asexual. So you just can't think and multiply yourself like multiple, man. It just doesn't happen. So with that being said, we have a tweet from her that speaks on the closing of G4 and things like that, because a lot of people have contributed G4's downfall to her rant and it plays a part in it for sure. But I don't think it's the bulk of it. So let's go ahead and get into it. Her tweet goes as follows. My sexism and gaming segment was approved by all executive showrunners in X-Play when I was originally hired and cast. G4 made the internal statement that diversity and inclusion was what it was built on to fix the past. I was fully supported initially until doxing and or threats. Then I asked for the support multiple times and was ignored or directly lied to about support coming. No guidelines, no plans, no help. Then management changed and it became openly hostile. And now this is the last thing I'll ever say about G4. People who I worked with were lovely. I gave them everything. Producer, writer, host, and more. Would do it again. Love y'all. So, um, that's what Frost has to say about this whole thing when it's all said and done. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to her sexism in gaming, um, you know, her take specifically, I think she said that for the sake of, um, you know, I I don't know. I personally think she has she may or may not feel some type of way towards men, you know, so you know how. This feminism stuff is going, and this oh men are misogynistic and all of this blah 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 blah. Well, women can also be misandrous. So misandry is the hatred of men. And um and I and and don't worry, I'm not about to get all red pillish on y'all. No, I'm just speaking facts. Um, I think it stems from that a little bit, and or just the disappointment she was having in her relationship based on the facts that I said prior, and then just the facts that, you know, the sexism and gaming rant was not prompted. Nobody was there for that. That wasn't what it was about. And just the whole thing with G4 outside of her rant, it's out of her control. So as far as her being fired and let go and everybody else being fired and let go, it's out of everybody's control, man. So no matter what anybody did to impact the company and the brand, it's out of their control if the whole thing is just not working and everybody got to let go and got to be let go. But do I think Frost's, rant put a dent in the armor and made it worse, and possibly expedited the situation. Yes, one hundred percent because now we live in a a very social world. and everybody is supremely social on social media, ironically, right? And you just can't say certain things. You got cancel culture. And if you speak the truth, as we've seen with Kanye, as we've seen over the time and years, people will try to get you out of here. People will hate on you, whether it's the people against you or the establishment. So like I told y'all in, um, in that theory craft episode, going up against the establishment nine times out of 10 will bear no fruit because it's just, it's a numbers game. Honestly, a lot of things is a numbers game. So I can be one me right now. I can be the God myself as I am, but it's only one God. It's not like, I'm teamed up with a, with a team of guys and it's 12 of us, 13 of us, 14 of us. And we giving y'all information in the lanes that we chose to operate in and function in. I operate and function in the video game space. So this is my lane. I'm the guy that everybody going to have to come to and talk to. And, you know, you can speak to the people through me. And I'm going to give a level of transparency that I that I possibly can. So when it's all said and done, um, you know, G4 just... You know, just bad. They they drew the short stick, man. They drew the short straw and they became it, you know. And, 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 it, and it's really sad because I really want them to do good and stuff. And the whole new setup streaming live on TV, live on the air. I thought it was dope. But if it's anything we can learn from them is that, you know, old dogs can learn new tricks. But, you know, just be careful who you let who you who you let in and just. Make sure whatever you do and it's going to be is going to translate over and be profitable because um, I think that was just the ultimate issue with G4 And and understand the climate. Also understand the climate. I'll add this and then we'll end the show. You have pillars like me, you have establishments like IGN, you have Game Informer, you have a lot of channels, independent media, people who do what you do. Better than you. You might be the OG, but you the OG from years ago. We talking about new OGs. We talking about new people. We talking about new establishments who better quality, better performance, better speech, better whatever, and people like it and they feeding the gamers and they giving people what they want. So on this side of the thing, when people tap in and tune into the gamers, then we get a more in-depth critical thinking critical talk show about the, about the video game industry so it's not just all he he ha ha gunshots and rainbows no that's what all the other stuff is for the reviews is for the game plays the build videos that's what that's for because that's the pure entertainment but if you want to know what's going on and hear a different perspective about the business side of these things and how it's going to affect how we pay for games in the financial side of being a gamer, consumer, whatever you want to talk about, then this is what people going to listen to this show for. They're going to listen to this show for an informative and a better perspective. They're going to want to listen to the God himself. they going to want to see me in a bandwidth, in their internet. they going to want that. They want that. So, you know, independent media today, especially in the gaming space, is probably one of the stronger things in the gaming space, independent media. So, you know, shout out to every video game company and developer. Shout out to Sony, Microsoft. Shout out to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to G4. Shout out to everybody that worked on G4. Shout out to, you know, Game Informer, IG, and shout out to everybody. You know, um, you know, we, everybody just going to keep pushing. Everybody that was on G4, you know, it's like, you know hey i hope y'all in on your feet nine times out of ten they just gonna go back on twitch and y'all gonna see them you know they're gonna go back on twitch and that's just what it's gonna be you know what i'm saying so it all's well all's well that ends well right and that's gonna do it for this episode of the gamers then it's a little short this episode but that's all cool because my food been ready for about 10 minutes and my phone died <laughs> So um yeah the computer acting mad slow. I'm trying to pull up a song for y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to uh pull up a song for y'all for show Um oh man, I don't know what song to pull up for y'all. Ooh, 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 I know what to pull up for y'all. I know what to pull up for y'all. So once again, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. Make sure you rate this whatever you deserve, whatever you think it deserved to be rated. You know what I'm saying? Once again, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, all over the globe. Shout out to everybody all over the globe. Shout out to everybody. Um, Visual platforms are Rumble and Hideout with the occasional Odyssey and youtube make sure you tap into the youtube and or odyssey pages that way you can keep up with the entertainment that i'm putting out that we got coming out to y'all high quality higher quality and better videos coming out day after day after day and um you know i'm saying this this is what we own is how we doing it so um i'm pretty sure we're gonna have an ad on this so let me hit the mute button real quick on this that way we don't get the ads yeah, we're going to get an ad. Yeah, we got a Burger King ad. These people putting food on their face. Like, she put the onion rings on her face. I got to skip this. All right, all right, all right. We're going to leave out of here with Nipsey Hussles, Racks in the Middle, featuring Roddy Rich and Head Boy man. Rest in power to the God, Nipsey. And I'm going to catch y'all next time, man. Gone Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Job addicts. Job addicts. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was riding around in the V12 with the racks in the middle. I was riding around in the V12 with the racks in the middle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was riding around in the V12 with the rags in the middle Had a pray to pray almighty God, they let my dog out the kennel. When you get it straight up out the mud, you can't imagine this shit I've been pulling up in the drop tops with the baddest bitches Young nigga been focused on my check Got a new coupe wrapped around my neck Tryna put the water on my patate I got killers to the left of me
1: We just lurking on her Ain't show no mercy on her We just going back to back We put a curfew on her it was dark clouds on us, but that was perfect for us We know you always crash and burn, but it was working for us my tent the V12, double check the details Gotta cross my T's and dye my eyes or I can't sleep well Millions off of retail, once again I prevail Knew that shit was over from the day I dropped my pre-sale Hold up, let the beat build, see me in the street still I've been fighting battles up a steep hill They gave my Road Dog 12, it was a sweet deal and I've been riding solo trying to rebuild. Uh. I was riding around in the V12 with the rags in the middle. Had a to
2: almighty God, they let my dog out the kennel. When you get it straight up by the mud, you can't imagine this shit. I've been pulling up in the drop tops with the baddest bitches. Young nigga been focused on my check. mm-hmm, Got a new coupe wrapped around my neck. Mm-hmm. Trying to put the water
1: on my potato. Mm-hmm. I got killers to the left of me Yeah, under no condition Would you ever catch me slipping. Motocated shooters plus the Maybach chauffeur driven If they catch me with it, don't send me off to prison Judge ain't sympathizing. court don't show forgiveness Engine in the Lambo, drownin' out the music Sip the with the flowers, five gold Cubans Champagne while I shop, hope I splurge foolish Closing escrow twice this month, both commercial units Damn, I wish my nigga Fast was here. How you died 30 something after banging all them years? Grammy nominated in the sign of shedding tears. All this money, power, fame, and I can't make you reappear. But I'll wipe them, though. We just embrace the only life we know. If it was me, I'd tell you, nigga, lay your life and grow. i tell you, finish what we started, reach them heights, you know? And gas the V12 to the pipe and smoke. I was riding around
2: in the V12 with the rags in the middle Had to pray to almighty God, they let my dog out the kennel When you get it straight up by the mud, you can't imagine this shit I been pulling up in the drop tops with the baddest bitches Young nigga been focused on my check mm-hmm. Got a new coupe wrapped around my neck mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tryna put the water on my Mhm. I
1: got killers to the left of me mm-hmm. Another million dollar bill, that's just some regular shit See my granny on the jet, some shit I'll never forget next day we flew to vegas with my boomer connects we break bread we ain't new to success Play music and best enterprise take lucrative steps cold game but i knew it was chess that's a youth in the set learn the game you a student at best but it's a couple things you can expect nah, just like money no money Nigga shooters respect other shooters we was both want my crew on your neck i'm on the freeway in the drop it got me losing my breath i do the dash with the blues on the deck Thank you.